0: I mean, luckily, because I have been doing it for the past five years, um, I did not make um, that connection over time. So I think it's, it's important. It's important to have the, uh, the understanding, the understanding of the culture, how farmers think um, in order to retain these farmers.
1: Welcome to On Call with Insignia, where we ring up founders, innovators, and technologists, wherever they are. We talk about the amazing work they do, the mental frameworks that guide them, and the opportunities they see in the future. Let's dial in. We have with us today Amanda Susanti, co-founder and CEO of Cyobox, uh, which is a B2C e-commerce platform for farm to table fresh produce in Indonesia. Uh, we've been privileged to partner with Amanda uh, since a while back. Uh, and we have been very impressed by uh, the company's efforts to tackle inefficiencies in Indonesia's food supply chain. And they have done a good job to improve the country's agricultural sector. Um, so the company has also garnered acclaim from government institutions in Indonesia as well as startup programs like Grab Venture, Velocity, and Seed Stars. Uh, prior to co-founding Cyobox, Amanda built a deep understanding and expertise in farm operations running her own family farm, uh, Amantani Farms. Uh, she is a proud recipient of the Forbes 30 under 30 2019 and also a fellow of the Alibaba e-Founders program. So Amanda, uh, thanks for taking time. I would like to get a quick sound bite of yourself on uh, why you started Sayobox and uh, maybe talk about how has the experience been like moving from a traditional agricultural business to a tech company like Sayobox.
0: Sure, Uh, thanks Ingham. So um, I mean I was born and grew up um, most of my life here in Indonesia so I think Sayobox came to uh, play like after I initially started a farm so I was planting a lot of vegetables to supply to high-end restaurants Um, I mean, before this, I was actually working in distribution and the reason I started uh, going into agriculture was because of my uncle who was actually a university professor in agriculture. And I mean, at the end of the day, people need to eat and Indonesia still relies heavily on imports. So I think this is something that um, I wanted to change by going into the agriculture sector. So um, I mean, I started the farm and lived there for um, about a year. So that's how I got to know how inefficient the distribution of fresh uh, supply chain um, is. So I mean, farms are super fragmented here in Indonesia. Um, Farmers don't know uh, where to sell their produce. Um, They don't have the logistics access. And um, they end up not being able to sell like 30% of their harvest. Um, So I mean, there's no uh, price, demand, transparency, um, and a lot of middlemen in the supply chain. Um, So there's a lot of food waste Uh, Which, I mean, this is something I feel very strongly about. Um, So that's when I met my co-founder Rama, and he was at that time involved in Gojek. So he suggested, um, let's do Cyberbox, which ultimately aims to aggregate uh, demand and distribute uh, fresh produce directly from farms to end consumers.
1: Great. and and no thanks for uh, giving us the background. Uh, and Arvitech is uh, actually an interesting space now, especially in Indonesia. Uh, it's been making the headlines and uh, I think, you know, a lot of people think it's at an infection point. Um, given that you're in the space, what are your thoughts on this market in Southeast Asia currently? Uh, and how has the model evolved uh, versus the ones that, that, that are seeing in China and India? Mm,
0: yeah, I mean, I think in agriculture in Indonesia, still uh, miles behind uh, China, especially, um, but also India. But the market is huge and um, it's still technologically untapped. So there's potential uh, for disruption. When we started, I think it was still uh, relatively new. I mean, to an extent, it's still relatively new now, um, but it has gained a lot of interest. I don't think we can compare it completely to India and China. I think uh, the farm landscape infrastructure and logistics and culture is so different here um, in Indonesia and you do need the local uh, knowledge and understandings. So I think we can learn uh, from India and China, but it's hard to uh, replicate it exactly what's been done um, in India and China. But there are companies similar t- uh, to ourselves that are doing um, very well. So it's, it's promising. If we compare it to uh, China and India, the farms are much more smaller uh, in Indonesia, and they're more fragmented. Usually, uh, smallholder farmers are growing um, small uh, crops, and they really don't have uh, any uh, access to the logistics and infrastructure. Um, so, I would say the supply chain between the farms to end consumer uh, is lo- is longer um, than it would be in India and in China.
1: Great, um, and uh, you know, I think one of the key components in uh, building a company like this, right? It's like you need to have industrial experience and the right connections in the team. Um, I think your background is very unique. Uh, how, how has it helped with the business? And then uh, how did it affect your approach to hiring?
0: I mean, I think there's still, because it's a new space, I mean, I mean agri- Agrituck it's, itself, I think uh, the experience in agriculture is a is a lot of help, but it is difficult to find people um, with I mean, deep understanding of the space, but also uh, not only that, but also like the hunger, um, speed um, and ambition to move fast and make things happen. Because a lot of the people in this industry are, are usually old traditional players. So uh, I mean, re- with regards to hiring, we do hire very slowly um, to find uh, people who can adapt to kind of fast paced culture, but also have experience and connections um, in the farm site, But I mean, luckily, because I have been doing it for the past five years, um, I did not make um, that connection o- uh, over time. So I think it's it's important. It's important to have the uh, the understanding, the understanding of the culture, um, how farmers think um, in order to be able to retain uh, these farmers.
1: Um, tell us a little bit about the model in greater depth, because uh, you are essentially building a farm-to-table marketplace, right? You need to have buy-in of both farmers and the consumers. Um, maybe talk a bit about how you started, how do you drive uh, you know, supply and demand on the platform? Uh, what are the obstacles that you face and you know, where is it now?
0: Yeah, I think I took mean, it one step, but it's built presence uh, in the farm areas, built sourcing hubs in that area. I mean, it's not only uh, the uncertainty of the demand, but also um, supply, so there's a lot of factors that needs to be um, taken into consideration. Um, but essentially, uh, the model works around farmers, they want, uh, everyone to take their harvest. So whether it's good grades or bad grades. So I think it helps that, uh, we're doing a multi-channel, uh, demand approach. So we're not only selling to only B2C, but also B2B. So we're able to, um, get, uh, easier forecasting from the B2B, but in case there's external factors that influence the supply side, we're also, um, able to flush if there's say an overharvest we're Uh, able to flush it out to our B2C customers because uh, the demand from uh, from that side uh, is easier to uh, influence from from the pricing. So, I mean, this way, uh, it lets us take uh, all harvest from the farmers. So it uh, lets us also get better pricing, um, less waste in our supply chain. So currently uh, we've managed to uh, have wastage in the supply chain of under 5% compared to say the traditional supply chain uh, which is upwards of fifty percent.
1: Oh, fantastic! And and tell me a little bit about the consumers. What have you learned about their consumer behavior?
0: So, from the uh, B two C side, so I mean, consumers uh, want visibility on um, items that are um, that they're getting. They want uh, also it to be very easy, very efficient. Um, which uh, through our aggregation logistics distribution, we're able to deliver. Uh, deliver faster, have the variety that farmers uh, want, and we do overnight delivery. So uh, customers can order before bedtime and then collect uh, They can receive the orders in the morning. Uh, We also have three delivery time slots so they can collect the orders uh, at night or uh, in the afternoon as well. And we also do QC so they know um, exactly uh, what they're getting and now um, I mean now with the coronavirus issue as well, um, customers are also looking for more transparency. They want to know where their food has come from. So uh, we're able to show that they know exactly which farms um, the produce is coming from. They know that it, it's been checked and it's clean and it's safe. So I think the market is also uh, heading towards this
1: direction. Yes, yeah, since you mentioned about the, you know COVID nineteen, uh, how, how has that uh, affected your business?
0: Yeah, so I think the uh, market generally. Uh, they want to know uh the, where the produce is coming from that the produce is safe i think people are looking to live um a healthier lifestyle so we've actually uh, been able to grow a bit from here and then their uh, customers are, are also getting used to ordering online they don't want to um go to the wet markets where it's not convenient so uh, i mean we, we're also preparing for it so there's a, a huge increase in in demand for herbs, so we are uh, working to, together with farmers uh, going forward to to secure the supplies of these items.
1: Fantastic! Um, I I think one of the things that we really like about Cybox is that uh, the quality control is uh, you know is of very high standard. You you ensure the freshness of the goods, um, you know, and and your number of farmers you're supporting is growing. Um, can you talk a little bit about how you do the quality control, especially keeping the like, uh, produce fresh?
0: Yeah, so I mean we do harvest and delivery uh, within 24 hours, so we don't keep stock um, uh, for vegetables anyway. We uh, do uh, daily turnover, and for fruits we do about two um, two days, maximum three days, um, inventory turnover. Um, and throughout the supply chain we have Q- uh, QC checks and QC stops, so we have it in our sourcing hub. So. Uh, the good grade products. Um, it's very transparent that uh, these are the best grades, and then the lower grade products. It's also um, transparent that these are uh, these are lower grades. So the aim is to um, give to consumers what they're they're paying for and give uh, transparency over that.
1: Fantastic. Um, you know, I think what what one one thing we love to understand is uh, you know. Fast forward a few years, right? What what can uh, customers look forward to when it comes to the farm to table experience? Uh, you know, going forward, where do where do you see ah uh, box uh, you know becoming?
0: Uh, yeah. So hopefully we'll be in um, multiple cities uh, all over Indonesia um in five years. But um, I mean we're because we're we'll be able to do hyper local farm deliveries according to each city. So I mean it'll be faster fulfillment times. Um. With I mean, built-in products will also have more precise to three times fresher produce. Um, Again, transparency of uh, where the food is coming from, food safety, Um, able to buy lower-grade items should that be what the customers want, so more affordable fresh produce uh, for the different markets, Uh, I mean, less price fluctuations, um, easier ordering experience, um, and a lot more.
1: I, I wanted you to also share a very interesting anecdote that you uh, told me when we first met, which is that, uh, you know, you, you found that uh, one of the best-selling uh, produce was uh, avocados. Um, and it's quite interesting because, uh, you know, it, it's actually uh, hard to uh, procure uh, some of these fresh avocados uh, in Indonesia. Um, maybe tell me a little bit about that, uh, the, that story and uh, how, how you, you know, uh, actually use it as a growth hack to help you grow faster you'll be good to share with the audience
0: yes I mean avocado we do source from all over Indonesia so we have different types of um, avocados and because we're able to um, source such a uh, such a large amount um, we are able to sell these avocados from for uh, cheaper than the wholesale market um, so people do come to us uh, for avocados we do uh, we have I mean the best avocados from uh, Flores, and um, also really good apparatus from
1: other areas in Indonesia. I think on that note, thank you so much, Amanda, for sharing your uh, SayoBox journey with us. And we look forward to uh, you know, ordering more fresh produce from Sayo box For more episodes, you can head to Insignia Business Review at review.insignia.vc Or you can head to Spotify, iTunes, Waves, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.